What's up, long players? Welcome back to the Long Play Listening Party, the show where we go deep on local music, writing, recording, inspiration, gear, whatever else sounds good to us. Got a great show for you tonight, starting with Nate Holt, Astrology's Music. What's going on, Nate? What's up, everyone? Royce the Wizard Diamond, how you feeling? I'm good, always. Always. And we are joined by Effie Curry. Welcome, Effie. What's up? How y'all doing? <laughs> F. Curry in the building. <laughs> We're going to be listening to Effie's record, Curve My Enthusiasm, which uh, Reach mentioned on our Best of 2021 show back in December. It was one of Reach's top two or three records. And wow. uh, I listened to everything that anybody mentioned. And Effie's is one of the ones that really stood out to me. So we are psyched to have her on the show. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's love. <laughs> it is love. So where uh, where do we want to start tonight? How how long? Where did your musical journey begin? How long have you been making music? I'm imagining a long time. Yeah, I, pref- I mean, actually making and putting anything out, no. But like music being a part of my life forever. Right. I come from a, a very musical family. All of my sisters do music in some capacity. Um, but I was always uh, the quiet behind the scene ones. You know, I was helping with background vocals. Um, I'd always been writing. I'd been a writer for a long time of just all kinds of writing. And then in 20, uh, late 2017, late 2018, I decided um, to put out my own music. Um, so pretty late after, you know, having done it in, in such a background capacity, uh, pretty late in life, so to speak, to decide I want to be an independent artist. But um, I did that anyway, and it's been rolling since. It, ha- it hasn't not worked out, so we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And where did... I mean, Curve My Enthusiasm is a fairly long record. I don't remember. I don't have it in front of me, but it's 14, 15 songs. 14. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where did that... Where did the album itself start for you? So I actually wrote that. Um, I had met uh, my producer, a producer named uh, Joe Black from Kansas City, um, and another mm-hmm. producer, and another producer named Tim Agutu, um, uh, who actually appeared on my first EP. Um, and we didn't even know it until we um, linked. He had just been a hired musician for a guitar part on one of my um, uh, records, but he ended up producing uh, on my whole next project. Um, but we got in that studio and it was more like I had this plan, like, okay, I have all these songs ready to go. I want to write, I want to record this record. Um, and we ended up recording none of it. We just started making those, <laughs> all those, all those tracks from scratch. So that whole album you hear, um, I would say out of the 14, 11 of those I had were made in three weeks. Um, so I did that album in three weeks, wrote it, uh, recorded it, produced it in three weeks. Um, and I actually, I released it that year, 2019, um, just because I was so anxious to put it out, but then it didn't have the proper marketing to it. And, um, I knew that it was so special and there were some additions I wanted done. So I went ahead and re-released it. I took it down. I redid it. I added three tracks with, um, three local artists, um, and, uh, or four rather, and re-released it this last year. And it's been taken off since kind of gone crazy. So. I'm excited. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. going to ask, with your background writing for other artists, I was going to ask kind of how do you know what's what's an Effie song versus another? But, you know, you, 
coming up with everything in the studio kind of the question is not really applicable yeah i mean it it depends like there are times where i i'm so like i'm you know asked to or you know it's an assigned project to write for specific someone um and in, in those cases you know it is sometimes i get the chance to and this is the ideal scenario sit with the person and you know talk about you know what exactly do you want to say because that already tells me this is not an effy song because it has nothing to do with me sure. um and uh so ideally i get to sit with them and you know say you know what do you want to say on this track you know what's what what vibe are you going for and then in that case you know I, I've done all kinds of genres as well, but sometimes I don't, I don't have that luxury. It's just a matter of like, I have to create a dope song. And there are some songs that people, you know, I've submitted as demos to them and they're like, why didn't you keep this for yourself? You know? Um, and the way I see it is the songs, they'll come to me. If it's for me, it'll be for me. If it's not, it's not either way I wrote it. So what, if it takes off, my name is still on it, and you know I'll I'll get that. But again, I, I don't worry about that kind of stuff as long as legally I'm straight. <laughs> you know sure. what I'm saying? You know the yeah, right. you know, the vibes will fit. Plus, I don't want I don't want to force anything because there are some tracks that I've written. You know that I'm like, dang, this is dope, and like you know a country song. You know what I'm saying? And no one would ever hear me F Curry doing a a, a country song. But you know you hear the demo, you might not even know it's me. So that's when I know it's for someone else. You're not hearing. The Effie vibe on it has got to go. <laughs> yeah. And my voice can't carry everything. You know, I've, I, in my mind, I could sing a power ballad. But when it comes time to record that demo, it's not, it's not, a, power, <laughs> it's not a power ballad. In my mind, it was, but it's not for real. So then I find the, the perfect power ballad singer, and boom, there we go. I've got my dream right. song, my dream ballad. I just can't sing it. <laughs> so, so... Yeah. so... So do you then, um, do you, you know, you sell those songs to other artists that, or do you, you know, co-produce songs that, uh, like those songs with other artists or um, how, do, how, how does that work? Uh, it depends. I mean, there are, now I'm in a space where I'm being asked by people that, you know, I, I don't know whether artistically or, you know, strangers that, you know, just approaching me online wanted me to write for them. Um, you know, I recently had someone reach out to me. They was like, I've been stalking you for like a month and, you know, I've, I've done my research and you're the person I want to write my next single and I've never met them before. Um, and so from there, okay. you know, so, so I have that, you know, and then I have, there are artists right. you know, that, that I'm like, I want to work with this person. You know, like there's a record on my, uh, on my project called Not Mine with a local artist named Jazz who I'm a huge fan of. And that was one of those situations where I'm like, I really want to work with her. We got in the studio, um, me and her, and just wrote that song together, you know, within an hour, you know, and it was, mm -hmm. it's on the album. So it's just, it just depends on the scenario. I just, I just love to create. Um, obviously being paid for your art is great. Um, but then there's some yeah. moments where it's like the collaboration itself is worth it. Um, and yeah. what comes of it will pay off. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like you uh, really like to work quick. You would think, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> some people say like that, like they, it just depends. Like I would say, recently I've had this like panic because like typically like a song could come to me really quickly. You play a beat or something in the studio, or like I'll have a melody. Um, you know, like like my album, for example. Like I was just that was when I was you know working two jobs full time, and then. 
so I knew my time in the studio, I had to I had to make it work. So I, I work in between my lunch breaks. I was writing the songs. And if I didn't go in the studio and have something to record that day, I would feel like a failure. <laughs> um, now, now it's like, I feel like maybe I've given myself too much, like, oh, I have a studio at my disposal all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, you know, I have to create the sense of urgency now of like, act like you'll never get that studio back tomorrow. So... It's a balance. You go through lulls. Like, I don't like to force stuff either just because there are some times where I, like, I'll have two lines for a song and that'll be all I have for, you know, a week. And then there's some weeks where I have, like, a song a day or multiple songs a day. It's just, it is what it is. <laughs> sure. I thought yeah. when you said you had two lines for, like, a week, my brain was going, years? Because <laughs> I'll have two lines for years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I had somebody bring me, they were like, yeah, I have this idea that I've been working with for like a few years and I've been sitting on it and I'm thinking I'm about to get like a full song and they gave me four lines and it didn't even have a melody, it was just the words and I was like, oh, this is different. So then, <laughs> I, then, then I come up with the song in an hour. So it's, but it, it just depends, you know, it really does depend. I just, I'm, a, I'm my worst, own worst critic. So like if I don't, create something um i feel like a failure i'm not gonna lie (laughs) if i can't and if i can't do it like that's what i'm having to get used to as a writer now is like sometimes like especially industry like they don't need a whole song um like that's just kind of like wasting your time they just want to hear a good verse and a hook but i'm like ah if we wrote one good verse and a hook why wouldn't we just write a full song (laughs) who makes who wants who wants a half song? Like nobody wants. Like I that's don't. Like the, uh, that's like the that's like the attention level thing of of people nowadays. It's like oh, I know. If it's not for TikTok, God. Right, um, right. I'm not into making right. TikTok songs. Although you might be. Don't be surprised if you hear something I wrote on TikTok very soon. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I, I mean that's not you know that's that. That can be a viable place if you've got something and you've got a catchy song or or a song, you know, a good mm-hmm. song that that people like and can take off on that. Yeah, that's great. But but if you're if you're you know if you you come from you know writing a song like okay I want you know I'm I'm gonna go for TikTok on this. I don't know yeah. I. It's not a good energy to write a song on. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I don't. I've I've had I've had that direction given to me before from certain things, and uh, it's just not. I, I can do it, but it's not a space I like to create from at all. It's just nothing mm-hmm. ever, ever cool from me has come from <laughs> from that. It might it might work for the artist, but it it can be weird. I mean, I don't like to operate based off of like industry standards, but it is becoming more of a thing. You know, like working with other people they're like all right we're going to keep this song to two minutes and 30 seconds and then this particular piece is and it's like i'm just worried about does the song move me and does it flow does it you know or does it say something you know like i start there and you know then it's like the industry's like yeah 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 that's nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't go, go, be, yeah, an, go be an artist go be an artist we we have business to run <laughs> I, I, yeah i guess um you know you don't I would. I don't ever set, or would ever would never think of setting a timer and trying to keep a song under something. You know, a lot of the times, song, songs that I write will be 
it'll come out at like, you know, two forty five or three minutes or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. And yeah. And they, and they'll be cool. And, 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 and that's, and I'll go and, and, you know, find someone to collaborate with and they'll end up being really cool. But that, you know, the, the, the short, uh, you know, being short in the, in, in, in that format is not, wasn't the point of, of no, the, I, at the beginning. I just think about what would Prince say if I was like, mm. Hey, we got to keep uh-huh. the song for two minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> I know yeah, the vibe is right, but let's cut it off. <laughs> I, I feel you, but if my biggest problem was that somebody wanted to pay me to cut that shit off in two minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> no, listen, like I said, I can meet the task. It can be done. I just, for that's uh, why I have Effie the singer, songwriter, nice. or the singer and Effie the songwriter. Like, for got hire, you. yes, you need two minutes and 30 seconds. I'm going to give you, you the best two minutes and 30 seconds ever that I can give you. No, for me no. as an artist for my album, I'm not going to limit myself based on like radio, anything. Like, I just, I can't, my soul cannot do it. <laughs> it doesn't make me any better of an artist than anybody because trust me, some of my favorite artists are the most commercial artists ever. And they, yeah. you know, they are the industry standard for those kinds of things. But I just never have created for myself personally. That has never yielded any good fruit for me. So, yeah. There's that. <laughs> Talk about the fruit, Nate. Send us some fruit. Yeah, give <laughs> us some music. All right. What do we listen to, Nate? All right. So this is... Uh... You start panicking. You're like, oh, my God. Like, am I ever going to find anything? Not just like love. This is And like... So It Begins. Like a pure form of anything, like joy, peace. Yes, the intro. <laughs> anything like that. And then you just start to like either like give up completely or you start compromising what your vision of that is. Um, although it's kind of, I don't know. I guess you shouldn't have any vision. You should have zero expectations. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's the whole point have expectations you set yourself up for heartbreak and for failure and but there's a way to do it without being jaded or like like hating the world you know like I feel like I know how the world is but I know love 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 you know and that's always been the better option like even if it's lonely <laughs> it's always been the better option really picked up right where we're, what we were talking about where's the instrumentation coming from is it live or sample yeah so um i was i was definitely blessed um um the producers on my album, of course, all phenomenal, um, uh, phenomenal, like guitarist phenom Tim Agutu, definitely. And then what was cool about that that intro and then the outro was, uh, I had in my album, I had already in my head, I was like, okay, we're ready to, re- I'm ready to upload, everything is ready to go. And then I walk in, and one of the producers of the album is like, I feel like you need an intro and an interlude and an outro. And this is like the day I'm ready to upload. And I was like. 
bet. And so, like, I scoured, through, I scoured through my phone and I found this particular voice memo that I had recorded on, a, on my phone probably one day where I was just being emo, you know, about life and, you know, going through something and I wanted to use it for, like, a song or something. I don't know what it was for, but I bring that, I send that over and then I come in and the next day he's like, oh, and I also thought you needed saxophone and there's a saxophone player there. So I was like, this is a dream come true. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Her name is uh, uh, Neoma Linnea. She's a local, local uh, saxophone artist. Her and I are actually getting ready to perform together next Monday at Soul Sessions. And that's how her and I met. She just, um, she listened to the intro and she said, I just played what I thought you were feeling. Um, um, and that's what we went through. And. I've been working with her since. It was really, it was a really dope moment. Like I had never, you know, my EP before that, you know, I was looking for beats on YouTube till 4 a.m. You know, trying to make, trying to make my own EP. I was self-producing my own EP, and then suddenly I've got someone who's like, "All right, you need a saxophone. Here's a saxophone player recording." I'm like, "This is like my music dreams come true," you know. So now, now, I'm, now I'm spoiled when it comes to making music. I'm like, if it's not live. I mean, do I want it on my record? But no, no, this I'm, yeah, definitely, yeah. I'm definitely blessed musically for sure. And she definitely nailed the emotion I was going for with, you know, what she played. So, so yeah. speaking of live, the drums on this are there? Are they on these live drums? On the bouncing bass drums, those those are not on the, on the those intro drums. Uh, those are my. That's my one of my favorite moments on the album. Like that's like whenever I perform that track live, whatever drummer I work with, I'm like, if you can't nail that drum pattern at the beginning, we're not doing this. Like <laughs> that. That is how it's set off. Um, but no, those those in particular are, are not live drums, but they sound pretty cool, huh? <laughs> oh, they're, they're, I was gonna, I was gonna the say, killed, uh, the producers killed that. They definitely. No, no. Uh, I feel like, yeah, it's got that, uh, it's got that halftime feel, but with that, you know, that snare roll, you know, it it, it teaches that double time, but it's just that, like, I guess, and I'm lousy at, like, bars and beats and shit, but, like, that snare roll, like, hints at that double time, like, the first beat and, like, lays off on, like, the third, but it's, yeah, that's what, I, I I love that fuck that groove that that's dope as shit. Yeah, there's one. Um, there's a local drummer named Church Boy. He's also a, an an artist. He's he's one of the only drummers that I've worked with who can really nail that. And I'm getting ready to film a, a an entry for a tiny desk competition. And oh yeah, hell yeah. And this this is one of the tracks. And the he's in he's in my band. So I'm hoping to. To nail this one, like this is, um, I've have I have like a top notch band, and like we're going in Sunday to film it, and I'm just super excited for that particular that's, moment. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. Fingers crossed, I get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that bouncing bass. That was one of the first tracks I did for the album. It's kind of a Prince thing, too, to put the snare not on both two and four, right? It, just two, just four, and uh, I don't have a particular song in mind right now, but... 
I like how Let's Go Crazy drops that last snare beat. Uh huh. Super funky. You can hear my obsession with Chopped and Screwed on this album. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my dream. The whole album chopped, not slopped. Yeah, <laughs> I can get that done. I'm sure you can get that done. Oh, yeah, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dream. It's going to happen. See, I can travel across the world. And I'll still come back. And- he plays keys for you. Um, a lot of different people. I believe on this track it would have been uh, Tim Agutu. He does everything. <laughs> he does pretty much plays every single thing you can imagine. Yeah, this is one of the first tracks he sent to me, and I was and one of those where I came in that that night after working all day and was like, I got it. Let's go. A lot in a lot of these. And this is not me like bragging about it at all because now I don't I don't honor this this because now my next album I want to be very detailed more detailed than I did, but like a lot of these were just one takes, all the way through, because I would force myself to memorize it um, like while throughout the day, and if I couldn't nail it in one take I wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> so then it was after the fact it was kind of cleaning up some stuff here and there with punch ins, but really I like. I like I like the organic feel of stuff, you know. Just mm-hmm. let it be, you know. Yeah, yeah. Looks like we brought in a new year. I told myself I ain't bringing with me those old fears. Promise, Mama, soon they gon' all be happy tears. Seen the ones that's looking like the she even go here. Yeah, I've been here. I just been hiding, baby. I've been writing, waiting on God's timing, feeling like Kanye locked in for three summers, five songs a day. This ain't no quick come up. I've been putting in my 10,000 hours all along, been trying to give the right ones they flowers. And I'm out here just trying to make my way. I'm singing songs, hoping that y'all can relate because I know that eventually it's going to pay. And yeah, I, I missed if we talked about anything beforehand, but do, do you play any instruments or anything? Um, I do. I did not. I only play. <laughs> I played the clarinet in uh, growing okay. up. Although they, yeah. uh, I, I'll always tell the story about how I wanted to be a drummer and they didn't choose me because my, my 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 junior high teacher didn't believe in girl drummers, which was horrible. Right? Oh, I know. Right? So she put me on the clarinet. I was like. Just don't know what all things. No offense to the clarinet, but I would have been a badass drummer. But that was my fault for letting. That was my fault for letting her kill my dream. Um, that's why I'm a rapper now. No. <laughs> so yeah, no, I really, I, I wish I, I'm working on playing, playing, learning to play the keys, you know, so that I can play my songs anywhere I go. Plus, as you know, I always bring up Prince for pretty much everything as the standard of music and. He says you're not a real artist if you can't play at least one instrument. So I'm not even an artist yet. No. <laughs> I got work. Well, the clarinet counts, okay? For some yeah, reason. yeah. I played, I played the clarinet and the bass clarinet, okay? So I was an advanced clarinet player. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 I guess I'm not gonna be one to disagree with Prince, but yeah. <laughs> man, you know, uh, I know rappers and and. and and singers who, you know, they're they're 
third damn artist if I yeah. do say so myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. You I'm know, just as, as far as, you know, language and words and, and, and being able to uh, communicate feelings and thoughts and emotions. Like there's, there's a, yeah, there, there, you know, that's hard to do. Yeah, same, I mean, same thing. Like I, I struggled with even calling myself a producer recently until people around me that I respect as producers are like, no, you you produce just because you don't make beats or play an instrument. You know, there's you vocally arrange, you come up with the movement of songs melodically where it goes. You have the ideas that you can express them and then two musicians to create what you want. That's producing. Um, so, yeah. you know, it's, it's valuable. Yeah, it's, so producing, while it is a vague title, you know, I still like, to me, it's, it is a big uh, title, so I, I don't take it so lightly, like, yeah, I produce, you know, like, but now I feel a little more comfortable saying that I haven't seen myself in rooms, create vibes from scratch, you know, and really vocalize what I want. I can feel comfortable saying, yeah, I produced, I produce on my own records, too. No, I definitely feel that. It, it... Uh, because I think uh, you you look up to people, and, and you know. You make me want to stick around for the pain. I know it's. And they are, you know, they they're 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 so you know. So far ahead of you in what they do and, and their producers. So you know, if you're like, okay, I produced the song. It's like, yeah, I, I made this song. You know, I didn't produce it. You know, I, I came up with it. You know, it's like I, you feel kind of a fraud by saying I produced something. Yeah, exactly. It's it's so specific and so special i mean i've seen beat makers and i've seen producers there's there's a difference there so that's why it's it's hard for me because yeah because somebody can uh and even with myself collaborating when i work with other producers um i'm very like particular in terms of like i can tell who has just beats they think i would sound good on but can't produce me on them if that makes sense they have no uh direction for it on how they how they might think I could sound or how they can push me vocally what it should be arranged like it's just a cool beat and there's nothing wrong with that it's just okay now we've got to bring a producer in possibly or I've got to do it myself or we got to arrange this to how do we make it a record you know we can make a we can come up with some lyrics and have a good beat but how do we make it a record that's that's such a specific thing that I'm learning um, and it's a it's an art that's what makes Quincy Jones Quincy Jones, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. making a record. <laughs> Man, these songs take me back <laughs> to a time and a place. <laughs> Where did they take you? You said the first release was 2017? 20, 2019. 2019, okay. Yeah, and then it came back uh, 2020. Uh, I took it down. Um, for a, for like six months or so and redid it, added tracks to it, came out with the deluxe version, which is now the real version of it to me, the, the real complete version. Me yeah, so that particular space in life, I was, I was going through a lot, um, changes wise. Um, so in a lot of different ways, um, specifically in like 
relationships and my career. So this album takes me to a very special place. (laughs) And a real specific place, I imagine, with the three, I mean, three weeks in the studio and writing most of the songs in that period. Like, Mm -hmm. that's, that's real condensed. Yeah, I mean, that was literally like, you know, rolling rolling into the studio, you know, sometimes I would get off of work at like nine, some nine, after nine, ten o'clock, uh, sometimes later than that because I was working at a club part-time as well after to make more money for studio time at the time. But now, in this case, I didn't have to make any studio money, so I was just working late, would leave the studio sometimes five, six in the morning, sometimes later, um, and roll out of bed a few minutes later again, and do it all over again so it was a very um, a lot of it was probably created out of like delusion from lack of spe- sleep but it kind of it worked, it worked in my favor you know like the song higher was probably like you know like or this song right here like where the where it starts to like excuse me if I zoned out but what the fuck is you talking about that that was literally me like having a conversation with my ego one night or like you know where I got maybe smoked a little too much trying to survive in the studio <laughs> and was like having you know a few too many thoughts and so I was trying to tell myself a lot of people think that's like a diss record towards a specific person but it's really me and my ego battling back and forth on that song a lot of interesting moments that this album brings up for me <laughs> that's what's up yeah Nothing on earth's here to stay People gonna walk away Somehow here ain't what they claim It's an interesting, like, story for the record because I mean, I hear you're you're working hard, you're pushing so hard in that time period But man, the record just floats It sounds cool, it sounds confident, it sounds Uh... Learning that time is the true treasure. It's just one bad uh, masterful, I guess. I mean, just this 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 feeling of uh, control, but not like holding tight. You know, the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Just just floating along. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. In whatever atmosphere that is. Mm-hmm. And. That would be really hard. I, that would be really hard for me to create under pressure if I yeah. could do it at all. You know, just that that type of feeling. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the, that's perfect that you say that, and that, that makes me happy because it kind of gives me uh, tells me that I, I I titled the record appropriately. Curve my enthusiasm because that that concept of kind of like that just go with it, like go you know, it just has like that flow was kind of the realization I had come through in life curve my enthusiasm meaning like you know i had this um i can sometimes have this uh naive hope about a lot of things in life you know even when it comes to me if you can hear me speak about my music and my dream the way i speak in a very grandiose way it's like you know like i'm very kanye west inspired in that way but it was like there were so many ways in that that life would remind me of like psych that is not how this works um so that's where the curve curve that you know life would curve me all the time so to speak whether in my personal relationships or in my professions and it was kind of me saying maybe that was just because i was always trying to control the situations as opposed to just going with it which is why these songs i tried not to overthink them i just went in and was like 
yeah, I do have all these songs that I'm ready to record and they sound great and I have a plan and I have all these five albums planned out, but let's see what could happen if we just vibe out in the studio and have a good time. What could come of that? And to me, these songs were better than anything else I had brought with me into the studio. So it was like, that's exactly what I was going for is that effortlessness of what happens when you just let go and let the music and your gift do its thing. My love was priceless Can't buy with diamonds, no My love is special Won't wait till you're faithful, no No Yeah, this is more of a modern kind of production Nice change of pace this was my radio hit. <laughs> it was what I wanted it to be. <laughs> if I was going to have one, I would say this would be my one that you know has kind of blown blown up, quote so to speak, in Kansas City as my. When people see me, like, oh, you're that gamble girl, <laughs> <laughs> which I, which I don't mind. It's not a big yeah, deal. Cool. Yeah, that's that's man. Just listening to my music. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'd rather be that the gamble girl. <laughs> <laughs> He said he wanna look me in my eyes Say I'm sorry and admit all of the lies Said my love just took him by surprise Probably just want these thighs Like he could fuck his way to penance Knowing if I did it, I'd regret it Cause I ain't like these other chickens Fuck them good once, then you got them grinning Cause I know I ain't your type I'm trying to be a wife I'm looking for a soulmate Someone to build a life So I'ma just focus on me You could catch me on TV doing my thing Top down screaming out money in the thing You want my trust better get that ring oh. Royce get in here I know you're just kind of absorbing everything But tell us, tell us what you're thinking Yeah it's like you're, the, the quiet one is always the one I want to be like mm, What are they thinking <laughs> What are they thinking about my music <laughs> This is my second time through, so I'm enjoying it from a different vantage point, you know? Ah, thank you. I hope it's uh, good. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, when I was listening to it, I was thinking, like, I want to hear the conversation that goes along with it, like, get to know you, you know? So this is this is dope for me. Ah, thank And I appreciate y'all having me again. This is cool to listen to it again with different ears, too, you know? So did they have beats already when you came to the studio or how did that go? Um, some of these, um, what with that, I was working, the two producers that I worked with on this album, it was again like I would just be like, send me beats, send me beats, send me beats, and then or a lot of it was, um, or like they'll send me a loop, um, like the song "Lover" was made off of like a little like I think fifteen second loop that I had, and I had just listened to like a bunch of Marvin Gaye um, and Al Green, and I was like, I want to write a sweet love song. This loop is perfect for it, and then I went in and we did all that. So it was. It was just sometimes it was like they had a full beat some, and I went home with it or went to work with it. Other times we just created from scratch. Like the song Higher was 
completely from scratch. The song Love You Down, it was just, I just started singing something over a loop. They started playing in the studio. It was just a, a mixture of things. I was I was blessed and still am blessed where like now I have like, you know, drives to pull up beats from. I don't have to go to YouTube. Uh, occasionally I do still go to YouTube. <laughs> I can't lie, just to see what's, what's, what's out there and what's going on. You said that I was How many people in the studio where you're in? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Roy. I was just gonna say, how many people in the studio when you when you were creating this record? For the most part, unless it was a, a feature um, that was in the, on the track, it was just me, myself, and I, and uh, and Tim and Joe. That was that was it. We and this was like February. Um, I want to say like January 20th through February 17th was kind of like the record the time was made and then right that's literally right before COVID okay um, and so then I ended up once COVID shut everything down literally I was just shut down in the studio with these three guys for these two guys for, <laughs> for literally yeah. like for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right like what a horrible way to spend COVID yeah. <laughs> like that was my life for the last that's been my life is you know I just actually haven't even left that space for the last three years my second home is I, I'm barely ever home anywhere <laughs> like to catch me at home is like rare like I live I go to work or go to the studio that's it that's work now I'm trying to mix it up it's like I need I need new album material I can't no one wants to hear me write 17 songs about being in the studio and first world problems. My first world problem. <laughs> I need to live some life. <laughs> Something to Yeah, I was about to say, uh, uh, this track, I loved how you did a little, uh, you know, you switched up. Is, it, is that... That's Brandy, isn't it, or Monica? Yeah, the Brandy and Monica song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, Twitch that's that up. which was a remake of the Michael and Paul McCartney song. See, it's a remake of a remake of. A... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's super dope. That's super dope. When I when I heard, first heard that song, I was like, "That is super dope." Uh, thanks. Uh, you yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah. I love Appreciate that. It. Yeah, we we literally were just kind of like having the conversation about how some of the songs we listen to like like now as women like some of the songs I listened to growing up I'd be like I would never do that like if if the conversation is like the boy is mine for example there's two women fighting over a guy who's cheating on both of them right the song the song would not exist with me like and the other women that were with me like Jazz or Green were like the song would be over in one line like, like, you, know, you can have him you can have him you can have him realistically realistically what would women say now about some of the songs that we wrote yeah, yeah. I'm not fighting over Makai Pfeiffer in the in the hallway no we are we're, we're not arguing over this man we're not you could have him <laughs> he's yours that's that's my song he's yours boys <laughs> yours not mine <laughs> oh lord but yeah, it's that, that's where this chat came from. Oh yes, this interlude. Yeah, this is the one you said you had to have an interlude. Yeah, that one was a, a Tim, the guy that uh, I was telling you about, that also produced on this album. 
I was like, okay, Joe said, that's why it's called Joe said we need an interlude because that's literally exactly what it was. Joe said we need an interlude. Tim was up for the task. By 3 a.m., we had an interlude. He had a beat in my uh, email. I wrote that that verse. You know, it's, I had to write an interlude to give him a bonus. That's what, That's where that came from. It was like, I'm not wasting any time. You said I need an interlude? Say less. Tomorrow morning, it's in your inbox. Let's go. This album is wow. coming out right now. <laughs> I'm not wasting any time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's the, uh, yeah, that's the first half of that record. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, what we did, we, we split it into two halves. And so, um, yeah, we can continue a conversation and then... I guess I mean, whatever. What the show is is we, you know, we record, you know, like either the first half of a record or or, or whatever we're gonna do, and then uh, we 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 wait till next week and we bring up the next, bring up the the, the second <laughs> half. So uh, that's the end of the first half. So, but yeah, um, yeah, did that. Um, that that was kind of my first time listening to it all the way. I listened to like the intro. I listened to uh, that track number seven. That was super dope. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I was really interested to ha- to know to know how you brought or how you you know got your beats and and um, how you kind of wrote those songs and kind of brought him out. And so it sounds like you did a lot of that just kind of in the studio with, with a couple of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty, it was a pretty cool moment. I'll never forget. I always tell people if I don't get to put out, you know, and that's not the case, thankfully, but if I don't get to put out any other album, I would say for my first album, that's pretty cool. It came out pretty cool. I can't lie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super, super blessed to work with really cool people on it. So, but the, yeah. you know, the the blessing is that it's not, is and and that there was so much more music made during that time that I haven't even put out. Um, so I'm I'm excited for people to hear that. Hopefully, you guys can come out to a show one day. Um, I'm going to perform at the ship on March 26th. So hopefully, you guys can come okay. out. Okay. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. 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 So yeah, just you know, we'll we'll see what happens. And I appreciate you guys even taking the time to listen. And share it. That means a lot to me, for sure. No, no. I mean, we we heard uh, we heard yeah good things about about your record uh, from a lot of people, and I definitely want to come see a show. I'll keep in mind March twenty sixth, and I try to keep uh, like I try to keep you know up to date on stuff. Um, you know, the bridge and KKFI they're really good about uh, you know talking about local stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely like you know i think the three of us we if if we can arrange something we'd like to come out and see see shows um for sure yeah so what time does that show start um it starts at nine i believe i think i go on a 10 okay it's myself Mm -hmm. and the black creatures we did a show there all right yeah we did a show there last time, and um, it was uh, super, super successful. So they asked me to come back out um, and do another one with them. So I'm, I'm excited, and we, had, yeah, we had a really great crowd. Um, I, it was a new crowd for me too. So I was, you know, super excited and 
to see people I had never met before singing my songs is always wild to me. So I'm just each that, time, that's each time I got a little a little thug tear, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is, now, I know. thought that Black Creatures for the first time at uh, Venue 1235 of the Lawrence. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they were, they, um, yeah, that was, that was worth it for sure. So yeah, They're pretty um, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm also mm-hmm. playing at the Replay Lounge next Thursday at um, in Lawrence for the first time. So we'll see. I haven't taken my music to Lawrence yet, so we'll see. Next Thursday, next Thursday at the Replay, you said? Yep, next Thursday at the replay lounge. You know, if you're, are you starting first? I go. Uh, they said they have other people opening for me, so we'll see. I don't. I'll have to check out the event. They said it starts at. Or I go. It was. A, it's a matinee show, so I'd go on at eight. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you I might not be playing until like. Uh, I think those matinees are like eight to eleven or something. Okay. Or some, uh, Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think. Um, I'm just trying to think. I might be up in Lawrence that night, so if it works out. I haven't I been to Lawrence in so long. I'm actually, I, I, everyone's been telling me you need to take your music to Lawrence and see what happens. Oh, so, you sure do. Um, the replay is a great. The, the replay is a good place. Um, if you hook up with the right, you know, Bill, you know, Lucia is a great place for. I mean, they got a great system. They got a great sound guy. Mm-hmm. The replay, uh, I think. Uh, uh, the 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 sound guy that does most of the shows there is is super good, mm-hmm. so um, both those places are, are some good good spots to go to. Awesome, yeah. Hopefully, sure. hopefully next year I'll be on some of these big festivals in KC. Hopefully, that's the plan. So we'll see what happens. We shall yeah, see. Yeah. I, just, I, I just want to perform as much as I possibly can in the next year. Really perfect my live show. That's my biggest thing. Mm. Is I want to be as good live as I am on the record. So making that happen. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's a perfect segue. Effie, where can people, you know, find you online, listen to your music and follow you on social media. So they get updated yeah. about all this stuff. Yes. Yeah, so you can follow my Instagram or my Twitter at F Curry. That's E double F Curry. C U R R Y like Steph Curry. Um, mm-hmm. But you, know, you can follow me there. You have a link to all my, yes, F Curry. I don't miss. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, there's, there's links in my bios on both of those, how to get to my music. But you can stream it on all streaming platforms as Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, uh, pretty much everything. Is Napster still a thing? You could probably find it there. Um, yeah, LimeWire. Lime right, download me illegally yeah. on LimeWire. <laughs> um, no virus included. Um, um, but uh, yeah you can find Curve My Enthusiasm under F-E-E-F-F-I-E check it out and share it with a friend por favor that'd be great that's it perfect and we will be back next week with the second half of Curve My Enthusiasm been the long play listening party here y'all thank you peace appreciate y'all